Welcome to Shine Online with Ellie Swift. I'm your host, marketing and mindset coach, Ellie Swift, here to help you connect with your clients, create life-changing results in your online business, and shine neon bright online. I built a multi-six-figure business in under two years and, more importantly, have supported my clients to get amazing results. My clients have generated five- and six-figure launches, tripled their income, and completely transformed their lives using my signature framework, the Swift Marketing Method. In this podcast, I take you a layer deeper into my business, my life, and my mind. If you're an ambitious entrepreneur, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hey, hey, welcome back. I hope you're having the best day ever. I am very much looking forward to bringing you today's episode. It feels really strange to be sharing with you an episode where we're talking about lessons learned from 2021, because when this episode is released, it will still be in November, just, just in November. And obviously that means that I'm recording it in November, but we are taking three weeks off the podcast over the Christmas festive season. We're going to take a three week hiatus, three week break. And so I wanted to make sure that I started sharing some of these end of year wrap ups with you because, well, two reasons. First and foremost, I know that they are really loved. They're always lessons that are, or episodes rather, that are listened to again and again and again. And also I think that it's content that's really useful when you start summarizing a 12 month period in business and what was learned during that time. So today I'm going to share with you the top six biz takeaways from 2021 to help you scale into 2022. And then over the next two weeks after this episode, so the following two weeks, I'm going to be sharing two more episodes, which are breakdowns of my year in business and life. So next week I'll share a business overview. The week after I'll be sharing a personal overview of my year and what that's looked like and just all of the juicy details of the 11 or 12 months that have been once again, just to, to share with you a breakdown of things that I learned, things that I hope are really useful for you in business. And also personally, just to share a little bit more about I think it's so useful to see what people are navigating in life alongside business because there's so many things that are not seen, especially in the online space. And so obviously, while I cannot share every single thing in the world, I want to share with you snippets of my my year personally, because it has been a biggie. Back to the episode for today. I'm really excited to share top six biz takeaways from the year that has been from 2021. And the way that I've broken this down is that I'm sharing a mix of things that I have learned this year. So my own personal lessons, along with what I know from being in my fourth year in business, 
works really well for year on year results. So for every year in business, two things happen. I personally learn more and my understanding of success in this industry deepens as my clients continue to grow. So This year, for example, I've had more clients than ever before who edge closer to the million dollar mark, many clients who have multiple six-figure businesses, and a whole lot of clients who have reached six figures. And so with that, you know, despite always coaching for their unique businesses, I really have this privileged position of seeing again and again what really works. And so I wanted to share first and foremost three key biz takeaways from my business and also three biz takeaways that I've seen come up again and again and again with my clients so that no matter where you're at right now, you're going to get a really solid mix of strategies. So I'm going to dive into these six takeaways all up and I should share as well. Those of you that listen to the podcast and follow me on social media will know that I have recently, we have recently acquired the most edible, beautiful little puppy, Olive. And so now my podcasts have the sweet, sweet backdrop of puppy chewing on toys. So if you're hearing like gnawing or occasional growling or grizzling, it's because there are puppy toys all over my floor that I've shared to try and entertain her while Che is (laughs) at the gym and I'm recording this podcast episode. So all the distraction techniques, honestly, my Virgo neat freak has gone out the window. There are like toys over every single space of our floor at all times at the moment. And I'm not even mad about it. Let's start by diving into the three biggest lessons from my business. So the three biggest business lessons that I've personally learned this year. The first one is that the more spaciousness I create, the better my business runs. Spaciousness ironically, was my word from last year. But for whatever reason, it turns out when it comes to this concept, I'm a little bit of a slower learner and really, really, truly embodying spaciousness wasn't something that happened for me until this year. Uh, You might've heard me talk about my current 17 hour work week that I've started adopting from about a month ago. Um, I did a podcast episode on that. We'll link it in the show notes so you can jump on over and check that out as well. But since truly, truly stepping into doing these reduced hour work weeks, what I've discovered is that the less hours I do, the better I am as a coach, the better I am as a CEO, the more creative I am as a human being. And it's taken a lot for me to really shift this mentality of being in the belief that for my business to be really successful, it meant that I had to be doing 30 or 40 hour work weeks. The reason I reduced down to these work weeks was because I really needed to Be in the lesson of actually I can have a million dollar business and it's not because I work 30 or 40 hour weeks. So I can continue to grow my business and have this level of success in my business. And it is not purely because I'm working 30 or 40 hour work weeks. I needed to work less and prove to myself or demonstrate that the two were not connected, that the two were in fact mutually exclusive. They were not conjoined in any way. 
that has been a huge lesson for me. And I've just, I've just experienced so many benefits from it. I, I think my biggest lesson that I would share really around this is that it might not be that you need to reduce your work hours significantly. You might be in a season of building and growing. And in fact, I wouldn't recommend reducing your hours to 17 hour work weeks if you're starting or building your business and you have the capacity to work more because there's so much that you can create and build quickly if you give yourself the time to set things up really well in those early years. But the main lesson that I would share around this is that overworking is not going to get you anywhere and creating spaciousness, no matter what that looks like for you is essential. I don't know about you, but I know my best ideas don't come when I'm sitting at my desk. My best ideas come when I'm out walking or when I'm swimming in the ocean or when I'm having a wine with Che or with girlfriends. And all of the the big picture thinking occurs when life is happening. And what's more, I'm so much more fresh at my desk when I'm doing other things with my life. So allowing yourself the opportunity to go, what does spaciousness look like for me? And how can I create more of that? And a really big factor for me has been omitting anything that doesn't serve us in the business. And that's really non-essential. And then just outsourcing everything that I possibly can in the business, knowing that everyone thrives when things are being outsourced. It makes me so happy to know that there are so many women in this business that are getting paid to do incredible work, that are paying off mortgages and building incredible lives for themselves because of the work that I am wanting them to do to support Swift Ventures. And I really, really believe that the more incredible humans as part of this vision, the more everyone thrives. And so whatever spaciousness looks like for you, I would really, really encourage you to to lean into how can I create more of that in 2022. The second business lesson that I want to share with you is making a million is a game of consistency over intensity. As I've shared with you all, this is the first year that we have done a million in sales for the year. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that in next week's episode, but I wanted to share with you the lesson around it for this week. So the biggest lesson around making the million being now in the space where we've created that and being able to look back with the power of hindsight is that everything that has gotten me to this point is the slow, steady, consistent day-to-day actions. It's the slow and steady day-to-day, small, behind-the-scenes, things that no one sees actions that have gotten me here. It's not some fancy, big, overnight event. I didn't receive one article in a publication and suddenly the business was a million dollar business. I didn't do one lot of Facebook ads and suddenly the business was a million dollar business. I didn't hire one new client who shared me with everyone and suddenly the business was a million dollar business. It was the consistency around showing up, building my audience, focusing on my offers, honing my craft again and again. It was the day-to-day things within my business that I teach my clients that 
if you're building your business, you're probably doing right now, the revenue generating day-to-day tasks that have helped me create what it is that I've created. It's been really intentional, stepping out of my comfort zone every day and continuing to show up again and again and again and doing a lot of things that might feel really mundane day-to-day, but I know other things that build the business that I want to build. And guess what? At this point, I'm doing less of those mundane tasks day to day and my days are feeling more and more like the kind of days that I want to have and that I want to get to enjoy. It's a game of consistency over intensity is the main lesson here. That word consistency that really gets such a bad rap, it's not about having to push through each and every day. It's about working out what consistency looks like in your business. What are the things that you need to do consistently for your business to thrive and continuing to show up for those things, your content strategy, your onboarding strategy for your clients, all of those things. It's continuing to show up and really lean in to those day in and day out. So the third lesson that has been really huge for me this year is that my business doesn't thrive under pressure. My business doesn't thrive under pressure. I don't thrive under pressure. I had a post-it note on my desktop for most of this year that says I am allergic to pressure because what I know from many years of suffering and experiencing anxiety and being at a place where I experience it very, very infrequently nowadays is that the more pressure I create, the more things really start to suffer because my anxiety flares up. I start to associate things with stress and obviously that serves absolutely no one. So to give you examples of a situation that I I might apply pressure to versus not, let's look at a launch, for example, something where it's really easy to make it a high pressure situation. Even the way people talk about launches, it's like, oh, big energy, you know, this great big thing out there in the world, condensed period of time, go really hard, must prep, all of those things. And yes, those things are true. We want to prep. We want to go all in during a cut open, all of those things. But why do we need to apply pressure to it? Because we really, really don't. Why does it need to be a stressful situation? We can be organized. We can plan. We can know that we're going to focus more time and energy on it during cut open. We can make the necessary arrangements to do that like hiring more team, bringing on more resources during that time, having more laser focus around that launch, really making sure that we're, you know, meditating and spending a lot of time and energy on that launch season. But starting to apply pressure looks like stressing when we don't get the numbers. It looks like conversations with team where there's more pressure around everyone having to succeed in a certain way and do things in a certain way. And it just... It's just not the way that I like running my business and I really refuse to run my business from that pressured place. I like everyone to be enjoying their work. I want things to feel really wonderful for myself, for my team, for my clients. And so since kind of taking on this MO of my business doesn't thrive under pressure, it has really allowed me to show up again more effectively as a coach because I'm pretty unflappable when it comes to 
what my clients are navigating, which is really essential if they're experiencing something that feels really hard for them or they're going through a season where they don't know what what a solution looks like. It means that there's very few things that can go really wrong in our business that are going to make me lose my shit or fly off the handle. (laughs) So really being in that energy of knowing that pressure doesn't support anyone or anything really means that I can show up to my business every single day from a place of being relaxed and enjoying my life and feeling like everything is going to work in my favor and everything gets to flow and everything gets to feel easeful. And even on the days that it doesn't, showing up from that energy means that the days where shit does hit the fan or there's something that I need to navigate that's challenging, I'm going to show up in a far better state to be able to navigate it and move through it. All right, let's now talk about the three big client lessons that have been reinforced or come up again and again throughout the year. Once again, to to really look at this through the lens of like how you can scale into 2022, how you can keep growing and building and taking these lessons and applying them as we move into a new year. Lesson number four overall is that less is more. Less is more. And this concept, I'm specifically talking about it as applicable to the number of offers that you have in your offer suite, the number of products or services that you sell and share. Something that I've seen as a huge trend in 2021 has been this like launching a new offer every single second and believing that that is the way that you're going to build and grow your your business quickly. It's not. It's going to be the fastest way for you to burn out quickly or create product confusion for your market, but the most effective and powerful way for you to build a really thriving, sustainable business is to have a couple of offers in your offer suite that are exceptional, that are irresistible, that you know are so perfect for your ideal client that you rinse and roll out and repeat again and again and again and again. That is what is going to support you to build a thriving business. I did an episode a few months back called The Value Ladder Explained, which we will link in the show notes, which was an episode where I talk in a little more detail about how to create a really incredible offer suite, how to create products and services in your business that make sense for your ideal client and how to make those products really amazing. So jump on over and listen to that if you haven't already. But the less products you have in your product suite, the more effective your business is going to be, the more clear it's going to be for your ideal client, the more easeful it's going to be for you, the more it's going to make sense for your team for everyone involved. Please don't be disillusioned into thinking that the fastest way to grow is to launch offers again and again and again, new offers rather again and again and again and again. The fastest way to grow is to have a couple of offers, really incredible offers that you then rinse and repeat again and again and again. And even better to have offers where you're guiding your ideal client through those offers. So they naturally have the opportunity to go from one into the other. So in our business, we have the Swift Marketing Mastermind as our core, core product or offer. 
And for anyone that's earning multiple six figures has the opportunity to go into the Swift inner circle uh, for a limited number of people. And I say has the opportunity to do that. We're always full. Our retention rate sits at around about 95%, but that is something that we have the opportunity for my clients to, to go into. And so creating products and services where you naturally guide people through any courses that we have guide people into the mastermind as the next step. My aim is of course, that it's a sustainable business model that makes sense for everybody, but more importantly, that it supports my my customer, my client to be able to naturally move through each of those offers to build sustainable, profitable, incredible heart-led solar businesses. So less is more. Number five, expectations ruin everything. Expectations ruin everything. There are two ends of the scale when it comes to building your business related to how quickly you're going to grow. So on one hand, I have a lot of clients that grow quickly. They have the opportunity to get really fast results. They have the opportunity to build their business really quickly. That happens for them. They grow faster than they think. They create results that are bigger than they ever imagined they would be able to create and what have you. And on the other hand, I also have clients that do not grow as quickly, where it takes them more time, where it's something that building a business it takes them maybe twice, three, four times the length of time that they thought that it would. But can you see how if you have an expectation that you're going to grow really quickly, that doesn't serve you at all? Like being in celebration for what it is that you're creating, honoring, moving forward, being grateful for, continuing to show up for, that is the thing that's going to support you. But having expectations around how quickly you're going to grow is only going to deter you, especially if you are in the camp of somebody who is maybe not growing as quickly. It does not mean anything about you and your success and how much of a high performer you are or how amazing you are if you grow faster. It does not mean anything. And so really being in that belief of trusting that it is inevitable that you are going to create the business that you want to create. The only thing that you can't control is the timeline and that you know that you are going to generate what it is you want to generate, not a day sooner and not a day later. Being in that belief is going to be the thing that supports you most on your way, on your journey. But if you have an expectation around it happening really quickly, you are potentially, if it doesn't, going to get really, really deterred, really unmotivated, really pissed off, and not in the energy that you need to be in to keep building out your business. The last lesson, the last client lesson, so lucky number six, is a love of marketing is essential. A love of marketing is essential. Knowing, like I said, that I've been doing this now for a few years and before I started my own business, I was in marketing for 10 years. What I have seen, and this is one of the only universal truths that I've witnessed, is that if you want to build the multi-six or the seven-figure business, so you can absolutely get to six figures without loving marketing because it might be through referrals or whatever else. But if you want to build the multi-six, seven-figure business, you're going to need to find a way to love marketing. You're going to need to make peace with putting yourself out there, showing up online, being front-facing, being visible, 
knowing how it is that you can create a really powerful content strategy, knowing how you can leverage your marketing efforts in a really powerful way, not being afraid of funnels and what that looks like, knowing that that word funnels is far scarier than the process. And for so many of my clients, if they're afraid of that word, they've probably already got funnels in place in their business and just don't even know that they're there. But being able to develop that love of marketing is so essential if you really want to build that multi six to seven figure business, because that's the way to put yourself out there to a bigger audience, which is the way to scale, obviously, to that level of business. And so if you feel afraid by that comment or like, oh gosh, I don't love marketing, how do I make this happen? My recommendation is to focus both on the strategy and the mindset because so much of it is fear-based from what I see, obviously not knowing if this is true for you or not, but so much of what I see is that it's fear-based and it's related to like having a fear around visibility. And so being able to tap into having this visibility mindset and know what it is that you need to do to be able to put yourself out there again and again and again, and step out of your comfort zone when it comes to your marketing is going to be super essential. So just to recap on these six, the more spaciousness I create, the better my business runs. So starting with the top three that I have learned so much this year. So that's the first one. The second one, making a million is a game of consistency over intensity. And the third one, my business doesn't thrive under pressure. And then those that are more client specific, less is more in terms of your products or your services, expectations ruin everything and a love of marketing is essential. I hope that that has supported you massively today. So we are, I believe last week on the podcast, I shared with you that we are 50% sold out for the Swift Marketing Mastermind. We're now at a point where I am only going to take three or four more people into the March Mastermind this side of Christmas because I want to ensure that there are a number of places left available for my current masterminders to re-sign. If you are interested in the Swift Marketing Mastermind, the best thing you can do right now is send me a DM on Instagram to say that you're keen and that you want to have a conversation with me about the mastermind. So just DM me mastermind more info please and we can have a conversation about what that looks like it is the place where right now we have the 10k challenge or just be wrapping up the 10k challenge at the time of the release of this episode and we've already had a number of clients within the 10k in 10 day challenge reach their goals create incredible results from 10k 15k 17k in this week to 10 day window which is absolutely incredible with so many more results to come so make sure that you send me a dm if you would like to find out more if you are a coach creative or consultant who is wanting to build anywhere from 10k to 30k months then i would absolutely love to find out if you're the right fit for this experience and support you with that Have the most incredible rest of your day. Thank you so much for being here with me today. It means so much to me as always that you join me and listen to this podcast. So much love to you.